Check one, check two. Greetings, good people. Uh -huh. My name is Adon Bean. I am so happy that you are tuning in to the set list and uh, powered by Fort District. So, uh, y'all have been rocking with me as I've been bringing in incredible artists, incredible singers, and MCs, and musicians, and poets, and various other things. And uh, you all have been listening. And I so much appreciate all the great feedback that I have gotten. Uh, I am not breaking uh, the mold uh, for this week. I have uh, my brother, my partner in Fourth District. Uh, I don't know hood rat things, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, he is an accomplished uh, MC. He is an accomplished uh, thought leader. I, I feel like thought leader is a good catch-all that people use yeah, these days. Uses that, so yeah. I guess anybody can be a thought leader. Anybody, I mean, I'll but, take it. Hey, I'll but an it. accomplished one. <laughs> okay, accomplished one. I'm not a startup. Nah, no, no, no. I'm establishing this thought leader. <laughs> established game. thought leader. Okay, uh, and his thought leadership, um, man. But no, uh, he does so many things that it's tough to like really just give you the bio list and because i know this man i didn't request a bio or anything like that but that voice you hear is uh the spengali behind the scenes that is <laughs> show baraka what up good sir i'm doing well how are you doing i'm doing fine man i'm doing fine it's about time you had me on one of these things hey sir. bro it's about time you found your way around these parts <laughs> nah uh but no i so appreciate you okay, uh okay taking, <laughs> i so appreciate you taking the time but um and it's dope because like i like how like you know what I'm saying? Like, you got that lower register tone, too. You know what I mean? In your voice. So, like, I got to go lower, <laughs> too. Go so, but in this thing, we'll be like, yeah. So, so yeah. I just want to let you know that we on here talking about this good music. But <laughs> um, <laughs> that was low, brother. Yeah, that was, you know, I could fake it real well. <laughs> you know, it's funny and interesting before we get in. If you listen to some of my first two albums, okay. I, I had that LL Cool J deep voice. <laughs> really? And then, like, for some reason, like, my latter two albums... <laughs> I kind of just went high with it. I start rapping like this, you boy. Yeah, and people like they they, they like, called Yo, you out yeah, on that. Called me out. Really? And it was a very conscious thing. Really? We talk about that a little. It's oh really, man. Yeah, yeah, it was really conscious. I don't know for some reason, and on those first two albums, I felt like the only way I could be legitimate is by rapping with a deep voice. I don't understand why. Hey, and then, I uh, mean, yeah. it's something. It it's is. something. But it feels weird, like when I listen to my music now, because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. What's wild too is because you know I. I I only really acknowledge the later show. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know, I don't know the earlier <laughs> show. That, 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 that early show need more people. He just need more people. <laughs> I feel like the early show got a lot of people. I feel like the now early we, show. Yeah, yeah, some of those people don't come with the new show. They just like nah, cause <laughs> nah, I'm here for the it's old the show. Is when I meet somebody and they be like, "Yo, man, I used to listen to your music all the time." Like, okay, hold on, oh, you Past tense, brother. Yo, to nose. <laughs> Yeah. I know it's my, my like, yeah, man, your first couple albums. And you can, I know what they're saying. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, oh, I remember man, God bless. when yeah, you yeah, loved yeah. the Lord. Exactly. I remember that, brother. I remember when you was a Christian. For I real. remember that. Yeah, now you out here <laughs> watered down. But anyway, God bless you. No, Amen. but uh, but yeah, man, uh, it's funny, bro, because it got you on here. And uh, what, what often happens with the set list is I interview artists who have a project that is like recently come out or. Mm -hmm. Fairly recently, we talk about that, but like, I mean, one, I already sat down with you and we did <laughs> a a Charlton Heston 
miniseries on the narrative <laughs> when that joint dropped. I think there are people who are still listening to it right now. Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, still. But uh, but no, it was a great conversation. I feel like I feel like we got to the bottom of a like so much on that record. Yeah, so it's it, definitely a. A capstone that I send people to. When That's what's ask, up. When they ask me questions, I'll be like, just go listen to this interview. Hey, like, yeah. I got to know the record in a, in a, in a better yeah, and a yeah, deeper yeah, yeah. way. And and I'll say, since then, you put up, you put out, what, like, Narrative? Is it called the Narrative 2? Or yeah, it was, it was like EP, EP that the label forced me to make. Okay, okay. <laughs> Strong arm. <laughs> Strong arm. <laughs> Word. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm not proud of it. It yeah. just was kind of forced. Really? Yeah. It, wasn't, it, it wasn't necessarily... You didn't have initial ideas to do that. No, no, really. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. Not really. You got some good songs out of that, though. Nah, I, I mean, like I said, like I actually one of the songs I like. I love the mm-hmm. um, information. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I really well. It's called Pedantic, but um, there we go. I love that song, and you, you know, one of the things we can talk about. <laughs> is it, on every album there's a few songs that you want the audience to love but they don't and it's they like you rock it like that exactly <laughs> like yo I want to perform this song at concerts but they just don't go over well <laughs> I think that's one of those songs I tried to perform it a couple times and it just was like nah bro. they were, they were do, do here do excellent <laughs> 30 and up. So they were just, <laughs> So like was <laughs> it was just something that never caught with the, for the people apparently. Yeah, like, there's a couple songs like that. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't rock with the first album. <laughs> but the first album I have a song called Good Day to Die mm-hmm. and uh oh, man, like, I've always wanted that song to just cuz it has a, a brother who was singing patois. He was singing a gotcha. Singing patois on there and we have like a lot of reggae references on the song and it it just hits and it <laughs> It's kind of grimy. And I was like, yo, this song, I love performing this song, but folks just don't vibe with me for real. <laughs> a couple of places, I remember I did it in LA one time and that smashed. Really? And I was like, you know what, LA, I love you. You know what? This is why I always. This is why I always. <laughs> this, is, this, this, is, this is why Cali is Cali. <laughs> oh, we could also talk about like, there's there's been a recent like bridge building between us, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, there's a gentleman from Akron, Ohio who. <laughs> Who somehow found his way. Yeah, come on, somebody, the Lord. Sometimes it takes a while to find the Lord. Sometimes it takes a minute. Sometimes. To come to your call today. But you do it. Sometimes when you've been living wrong, the Lord will come into your life. He will snatch you. Because I think that uh, the Bus family, uh, some of them jokers wasn't living right, but you know what? The Lord still shined his grace upon him. But no, hey, um, yeah, we was we was, we was insane for about the four years. What we're talking about, of course, is um, uh, LeBron James is is now a Los Angeles Lakers, and I hate the Lakers. You hated LeBron, LeBron James. yeah, yes. And for we're no, talking strictly no basketball, good, yeah. yeah, for no good reason. At same all. here, same here. I, uh, I didn't, I didn't like the Lakers. Not for, I mean, probably because of Kobe, but like, <laughs> but it wasn't like I, hear you. I have this like. This is like I don't know the moral my moral judgment on right, this right, team. Right, right, it was right. just like ah, oh, them dudes over there. Yeah, <laughs> don't mess hey, with them. Same but, thing. I was like, man, LeBron, he challenging Kobe too much. I don't like yeah, him. Yeah, I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't mess with that. him. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, man, that man is over there. Uh, yeah, you got me watching. I mean, I'm not going to front like I watch watch anymore, but right. I'll at least I'll like. 
I actually go to an app now to see scores and mm-hmm. like to see highlights. But for the last four years, I've been like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I can't do this. I can't take the pain right now. I can't. <laughs> my heart can't sustain right. the anxiety right. that right. the Lakers <laughs> dealing with. Like, and so I, yeah, I gave nah, up. I um, feel you. But now he has me checking. Yeah, so at least check we in. are going to make it to the playoffs. So definitely, I will watch the games in the playoffs. I got you. I, I got will you. Watch the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's wild. I feel like I've you know as a sports watcher, it's just it's too hectic. Like caring, no, it is. It's so, Especially, it's so yeah. tough. Unless it's a, like a, your job is, a, it is. It's just way too much. Bro. And it, yeah, and so it's just funny because I feel like one of those things is that you know I've been able to like <laughs> to wean myself off a lot of other sports and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I just don't care about this sport. So yep. you know, and it's just it makes my life so much better. I feel like my skin is cleared up, <laughs> my credit's better. I just, I, I don't know what's going on. I just I'm, feel not, so, I'm not screaming on random people. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I, I just to. feel so much better, but. Yeah. But because of uh, because of LeBron and and I'm I'm still a Cavs fan even as yeah. you know terrible as they are these days I'm still that but anyway all that is to say yeah man we I'm I'm I am also trying to stay up late to watch some of these terrible games and that's the other thing bro like starting man. at ten thirty is that's problems yo I don't they realize when you get thirty five plus. <laughs> I can't be out here. I can't. I, can't. I just I can't, can't do it. I'm I sorry. I can't be out here. That's why I don't hang around nobody under the age of 30 no more. That's Them jokes be like, oh, man, let's go out to the bar. I'm like, bro, you don't have life. You don't have any. You don't have real life issues right now. Don't nobody depend on exactly. you. Because when 10 o'clock hit, I'm telling you right now, I am... I am not operational. I can't right. function. I may be asleep. Bruh, I tell people this all the time, even going back to this music stuff. Well, I tell people all the time, don't be booking me no late studio session. Nah. Not if you want something good the next morning when you play play it back. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what I think. They'd be like, man, that's the magic hour. That's what inspiration now, bro. You're going to have some mumble. That's you have some pure mumble. Absolutely. That, is, so, that very well could be how mumble rap started. Yep, exactly. Incoherent <laughs> Niggas was nonsense. in the booth. <laughs> Nigga leaned up, just <laughs> perked and zannied up at 2 a.m. and came out. Yeah. So. They was like, yo, bro, that was fire, bro. And they was still that in the morning, so it sounded dope. So they released that. That's how that shit goes. But not, it did not wear off at all. Absolutely. But uh, but, uh, but man, yeah, nonetheless, bro, I'm I'm just glad that well, what we were talking about is that you you released narrative two and you uh-huh. had had uh had that had just you know it wasn't necessarily like something you wanted to do but still some awesome work came out of it yeah yeah, yeah. you know what I, I mean I won't say that I was opposed to doing it so yeah. like, just to be fair to the label I wasn't opposed but it was definitely an idea that was brought to me from the label yeah and the distributor yeah to try to help bring in more uh, <laughs> money but hey that's how yeah, that works and uh, but we got some we got stuff like this we got Ralph Ellison slot boxing with relevance. I read every book, I followed their artists and I updated my look and I aimed for new targets and I uh, laughed at their jokes, I flattered the smartest and I uh, covered the secrets I learned in the darkness and I uh, sat with the brave, I heard of their pain, I ran in their lanes, I spoke out their names, I visit their chains, I studied my heroes, I called them my tutors, I learned their maneuvers, avoided their flaws and ran into new ones. They talk, I tallied the loss, I counted the cost, I spoke and I fought. Shame my oppressors, I practiced the message, I loathe my aggressors, I met with the restless, I felt so impressive. I learned and I listened, I spoke against systems, I claimed altruism, I had information, but did I have wisdom? But you heard me? That, ladies and gentlemen, was uh, pedantic off of uh, the narrative volume two, Pianos and Politics. 
I was very proud of that third verse. Yeah. And when I listen to that song, I'm like, there's so there's certain songs that I make that I'll listen to. Mm-hmm. Then there's um, a majority of songs that I probably won't listen to okay. like for maybe a year, two years. Yeah, yeah. This is one of those songs that I, lo- I like. I actually enjoy listening to. Like gotcha. if somebody else made it, it would definitely still be probably one of my favorites. Word up. That's, yeah. I appreciate my music. I think that's one thing that artists have to be more honest about. Mm-hmm. Is like, like if you don't appreciate the art you make, right? Then I don't know why you make it. Now, there's certain. There's certain <clears throat> stuff that I make that I'm like, man, I felt like that was so incomplete. And mm-hmm. I wish I could have went back and yeah, you know, done I, something differently. I think that no, I think that that's a real thing. Also, because like there's, I mean, and and I talk to myself about this too. What you're describing is like one, uh, when people are like, when people don't like their stuff, you're kind of like, I mean, what did you do it for right. then? Like, yeah. well, you know, like like if you if you really don't like it, like you say you don't like it, yeah. That's that's its own thing. And then the other part is, of course, that like that like really false humility that mm. people throw out there when they just be like, "Well, no, <laughs> you know, I, I guess I'm okay right now. I'm kind of amazing at rapping. <laughs> Why like, I, if, if, I'm, if I'm telling the truth, I feel like I'm super dope <laughs> at this thing. Uh, and I can say that because I realize there are so many things I'm not dope exactly. at. Exactly. <laughs> so like, exactly. If you identify what you are dope at, like, yeah, be honest. About if that. I'm building a resume and they say, "Give me like, what are your great?" I'm gonna say, "Yo, I'm a great rapper." <laughs> right. 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 I do not know how to manage money that well. I'm not a CPA. I'm not that look, dude. Look, if you want uh, circuitry done, <laughs> I'm the wrong nigga to call. <laughs> exactly. However, you want these bars? You want these? I got you. Guys. I got you. Hold a culture. That's not what I do. <laughs> right, right, but what right. I can do is I what can I rap can about do. it. I can absolutely describe what I that is. I can write a song about it if Yo, you want it's me so to. Funny. You can use it for marketing purposes. Bruh, bruh, that's so funny you say that. I just got done writing a piece, uh, uh-huh. an actual spoken word piece that had to do with like farm to table movements yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sitting here like, I'm really out here. Like I do this, <laughs> but I really I do. don't do this, <laughs> but, do. but you would think I did it by the way. I'll be talking about how I do it. <laughs> and that's the one thing about artists too. Like, well, hip hop artists or mm-hmm. poets and writers, good ones, better. Yeah. Let me say this. Yeah. This is the thing about, and I, and individuals like you, cause I commission you to, to write and to recite is mm-hmm. you have to be edu- like uh, educated, right? right. You right, learn right. because people want you to like write or think and process around different things. And, the ability to be able to communicate these things in a way that's going to be engaging takes mm-hmm. a great skill level. Absolutely. And I would say this, and I think you probably have noticed this or or ha- can bear witness to this, you know, even more than myself at times. I think that like, you know, so I was I, I wrote this piece. It was commissioned. It had to do with like farm to table and all this stuff like that. And I'm sitting here, you know, at this like sitting here at this like panel discussion and it's i'm i mean i'm i'm around people who do this with you know uh packaging and do this with compost and understand Mm -hmm. all of these various parts of the environmental effects of you know tree displacements and uh 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 livestock feed and all like these things that i'm just sitting here like wow but i was sitting in this room and i was like bro like Look how far my like. Look at the places my pen takes me. Absolutely, like yeah. it's incredible when I think about some of the rooms I yeah. found myself in 
And it, it speaks to that idea that you're talking about where it's like, I, you know, you have to be learned or you have to mm-hmm. kind of understand mm-hmm. a lot about a bunch of different topics. And if you don't know, then you got to do a crash course and like Absolutely. bring yourself up to speed. And I, you know, just from conversations with you, I've seen you be in rooms with people mm-hmm. or have heard about you being in rooms with people or in places or traveling to various parts where you're like, yo, this is crazy that, that this, the seed of this, yeah. um, comes from this gift and this talent that yeah. I've and worked I think at. that's happening to a lot more uh, hip hop artists because it's no longer taboo to be educated. And, right. And so you have dudes who go to college and they're forsaking whatever career they may have wanted to do for mm-hmm. the, for the purposes of pursuing music. Right. And, um, you know, I, I've always thought like some of our, best rappers could be some of our most proficient like literary agent or mm. literary uh, uh, agents and yeah. sense of, not agents in a sense, but literary writer like yeah. writers yeah, yeah. of literature story like screenwriters mm-hmm. um, because some of these individuals male and female are just amazing with storytelling or penmanship or uh, creative writing like how do you uh, marketing like being able to take something and convince people that yo I should be able to like I need this in my life. Right, 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 right. right. I didn't even know I needed a third refrigerator. (laughs) But I do. After he got done, I realized now that I do. I I do need one. I ain't even got no food. I need that third one, though. No, that's so real. I I talked to another uh, a great poet poet and and writer, a friend of mine, um, um, and we we like we talk about some of the things we've been hired to write for with with regards to companies. And uh, and it was just funny because we were just like, bro, like we are like we're like drug dealers out here, <laughs> like like we are out here selling, like it's because it's marketing Absolutely. in this sense, Absolutely. right? Like we're we're like we're writing in such a way that it's compelling and 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 moves you to do something, and uh, particularly when writing on behalf of brands or companies or, or how large. Often do, how often do you? I don't know if this is a question I shouldn't ask. It's fine. Do you have opportunities that you like? Nah, I shouldn't do this, but I'm gonna take this check though. So <laughs> let's talk about 2008. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, that's a very real question. But I yeah. think that like, and and I've I've had pretty honest discussions about this. Is that like, uh, so as of like October 27 of 2017. Uh, from or rather of October 27th of this year, uh, I was a bit like full time uh-huh. working as a full time creative. Like, yeah. and so it was, it's so interesting doing kind of like a split screen between like my creative life where I was had a nine to five job that afforded me the opportunity to like, like I didn't have the free time that I have, but it it gave me a level of like, no, I can turn this down right? Absolutely. because yeah, cause I got my needs are met mm-hmm. here and more is met here. So I can be a bit more discriminating with regard to business that I take on. Whereas in this other place, I, believe me, I'm still not out here like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hawking for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, but, but even that I'm not, I'm also not like out here like shilling for like chemical companies who like pollute rivers and stuff like that but there's a thing where if one of them reached out i'd probably have to be like ah, let me try. Oh, okay i can't do it don't raise that don't give me another zero on exactly. top of that so anyway yeah it definitely gets to that point where you're you're kind of like yeah you know, gotta figure that I'm out i'm not even talking about necessarily like uh 
opportunities that go against your your personal or social ethic. Okay. I'm talking about just like, man, artistically, I probably should not uh, do this because I just feel there's like that life too. I am, yeah. I am offending my own sensibility. No, so creatively. so I have absolutely done things <laughs> that I will absolutely not share exactly or talk about in any way, shape, or form. But if you listen closely and squint your eyeballs, <laughs> you will be able to tell that that's me on that thing. And I and it's yeah, man. There's there's things that I man. There are companies. Go, yeah, go there are companies because I want because I know I I want to hear from you. But we, there are definitely companies who have had ideas about what they think is cool. <laughs> and. What they think was cool was much less than the amount they were willing to pay for what they think is cool. So essentially, they paid me to look the other way in the fact that it was not cool. Yeah. And I went ahead and did it. You're like, yo, I could look. I'll look I, away a couple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. But I just definitely didn't put my name on that joint. I definitely don't. I don't have it in my highlight reel. Uh <laughs> It is not a part of my creative resume, but it's out there because the check clear. Because the check clear. You, brother. I, I like. What about yourself, man? Because I feel like, I mean, I feel like you've you've been in this for uh, for a minute, man. And I feel like you have probably been approached. Oh man, I haven't many a times. I've turned a lot down though. Okay. Um, Recently, now, recently, I, and I still turn stuff down. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But there was one, there was a period in my life where it was rough. Yeah. Um, and that was about between the talented 10th and like, so it was like 2000, 2013, 2014. Was okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you came to me with a proposition. <laughs> I was, I, was, I was like, hey, my wife was like, look here, Doug. <laughs> so anyway, there was a company, oh, there was a, a restaurant chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that approached me. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, restaurant chain, we see you. <laughs> restaurant chain approached me and uh, asked me to do a, a rap about, uh, basically, I had to, it's a training video. Oh, okay. And so I, I wrote a song, a training video for. Mm. Uh, it was in house. That was the only reason why I really also. That's how to get you, bro. It. I was That's like, you know what? Yeah. Well, it's not gonna go public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I in-house. feel you. I feel you. But the funny thing is, sometimes, <laughs> well, especially around the time when I did it, I would go to this particular chain, <laughs> and people would be like, "Yo!" <laughs> it don't. The, the in house does not work when you go in house. Exactly. Cause you in house and they exactly. sitting there like, oh, we know you up in here. Because we shot a video as well, so oh, it, was a, it, was, yeah. it was a video. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> but it was funny though. Some people would tweet me because they worked there. Oh, brother! And I would get the tweets like, yo, oh, did brother. I just? Oh, brother! <laughs> they were like, yo, show. Did I just say you? Show so that, that was, is hilarious. That was pretty. Now, that is- <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, it was yeah. I probably wouldn't do something like that again. Nah, I feel you. I, I yeah. yeah. It was I, interesting though. But I will say this though. I uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. It definitely it did it did good for me that month. Hey, <laughs> that br- check. Sometimes, bro. Sometimes really that's what it's about, bro. Yeah. Like sometimes that's what the bro. I remember. 
See, I like you. And could, I've also been in a movie that I, I don't want nobody to ever see. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair Police enough. Is it? Is it? It's nah. not connected to your IMDb. Anything? Okay, maybe not. <laughs> no, I edit that part out. <laughs> we, I'm gonna make a little note here. <laughs> Go ahead, delete that question. <laughs> Message, don't get it. You know, what's funny is I've been in three movies, and the only one, the <laughs> only up. one that's connected. Shut up, oh man! I'm like, come on, bro. See, that was my softball so question. Went. I thought for sure that would have been. He would have been nah, like, oh no, nah, I was able to get myself nah, unattached man. to it. But no, nah. anyway, that's funny. No, it's it's there. I, you, the thing that was interesting though is that you you no, were actually, able, you know what? I don't think it's you know what? Now that I think about, it, I don't think it's so. Wrong. All right, we gonna leave it. We gonna let that rock then. Uh, <laughs> let me pull up real quick. I I, I, I wonder. Yeah, let me. Go ahead, finish what you No, I was say. just saying that what was interesting is you were able to say, like, restaurant chain and, like, you know. Yeah, you, it's not on that. That's it's what's not, up. All right, we're letting it rock then. Y'all got to hear for here first. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, but yeah, like, you got, you were, you were able to say restaurant chain and, you, you know, Eurostep around, like, actually naming what, what, what it was that you did exactly. And it's funny because something just came to my mind as you were talking that was so terrible. And so bad, and I hate the idea. Like I, sh- like one of those things where you ever get embarrassed retroactively. Mm-hmm. Like you oh, think yes, about what, you, and you're like, you like time. shiver all the time. <laughs> like I shiver, like oh my god, that was me. Yeah, and I so, did something like at a concert a couple months ago. I was like, oh, <laughs> how can I get everybody to forget that? <laughs> I just men in black, y'all entire exactly. everything. So yeah, man. I, as you were talking, I had one of those moments. And I'm thinking, like, how can I? There's no way for me to share this without it actually, like, without someone actually being able to find yeah. what it was. But man, let me just tell you, uh, your boy was out here in the worst of ways. <laughs> Adambi was out here in the worst of ways. And that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> okay. okay. So, I got to know what this is afterwards. Okay. After we shut the mic after down. After we shut the mic down. I got to yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. I will let I you know. Because, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my man. Anyway. Uh, oh, but It's so funny, bro. But, yeah, it's it's interesting because I feel like with the set list in general, like, you know, we're just we're just chatting. But, like, with the set list, what, what I normally do is I ask artists, like, yo, give me your set list about, like, you know, what's your favorite introduction song, blah, 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 blah. And I've had some great artists in which they've been able to share that information. But for you, for you, my good brother. Okay. Uh, I was like, man, like, I know this man really well. And I feel like our audience has gotten to know you uh, over time. And uh, so I just wanted to have more of a free-flowing conversation. But I, but what came out of this is we found ourselves over here at 4th fourth uh hidden location studios uh the other week and uh and and the fourth and ten guys stopped through and um actually they weren't stopped they were doing the work we <laughs> we had a meeting and we just exactly. ran along but um but it was funny because i was overhearing your conversation you were having a conversation with shout out to david purdue uh and uh you was like you like it, it was i think you were talking about ti yeah and it was this conversation with ti about ti because you know, David Perdue is Atlanta through and through and reps uh, T.I. so hard. And uh, so he was talking about how he really loved this latest album from T.I. Yeah. And um, and I think you had seen him on an interview. Yeah. And you just were kind of like, oh, I like the cut of this man's jib now. Yeah, he, I, yeah I, I'd never been a T.I. fan. And, okay. And then I watched this interview. Well, let me say this. It's not that I've never, like, supported him. It's just the style of music was more like was something that my, my taste. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, personally, like, the interviews I would watch, I was never, like, 
Like I never walked away from an interview feeling like, yo, in the past, like, yo, I really want to hear more from this dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was yeah. like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I watched a recent interview and I was like, yo, mm-hmm. that was pretty, like, that was well thought through. I think that mm-hmm. was pretty wise. Like, some of the things he said were very measured. Yeah. And I was like, man. I wouldn't mind listening to him. <laughs> like usually, you know, you got me. If I if I watch that interview and I'll go search for another interview. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the <laughs> and telltale I side. Felt like I was like, you know what? I wouldn't mind hearing him in his current state. Got right, you. Right. 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 Uh, and so I was sharing that with Dave, and uh, he was like, "Yo, I'm telling you, he's growing up. He's growing <laughs> yeah. up." And I was like, "Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna necessarily find out because I got time. <laughs> he's like a Laker right now. I just got time. For you. I got time for it. <laughs> but it, it was funny because it, you know, Ti has been. Man, he has been out here uh, on a on a major l- level since 2003. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean so been, yeah, so it's been about 15 years yeah. now. But you know what you're saying is that you notice this maturity in him, uh, and that he carried it this way as well as like you know you you haven't investigated the music to see if it's reflected there. But yeah. ultimately, you saw at least in this interview, you were like, "Yo, this is this is clearly a man." who is speaking in such a way that it reflects this personal life that you know he has Mm -hmm. like you you know uh married with kids and all that jazz or whatever but we started talking around this idea about like you know just this com this this statement that's always thrown out there man about how you know hip-hop's a young man's game you know Mm hip-hop's a young man's game i think even david said it and it's true it's but it's it's one of those things it's one of those like axioms that gets thrown out there uh but I think it 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 you know at this point I feel like it forces us to maybe re you know reexamine that to see if that is still in fact true right um, I think that it is knowing that hip hop when it came out like it, it 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 speaks to this youthful exuberance and this energy uh, but you know hip hop you know started mid seventies yeah. you know by by most accounts and and we are now in two thousand and eighteen going into two thousand and nineteen. Um, we are, uh, you know, we're 40 plus. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And so you think to yourself like, man, perhaps the music should look 40 plus or should have some of that in there or whatever. And, uh, and so, you know, I thought, man, it'd be good, man, just to kind of spitball some topics with you. One of which was just, man, like there, there are artists out here who are grown up now, like. Not not just Ti, but there are there are artists who are grown up and still making music, right on us on a semi uh, major scale. You know yeah, what I mean? Some we've grown up with, some who've entered into it, like absolutely in adult as like you know adult in a sense of like absolutely. thirty plus years old. Absolutely, and that's yeah. funny how that works, right? Yeah, right. Like because I don't think anyone's like. Like I know very few people, if anybody who's like once grown up Shad Moss, like very few people are like, give me, I want old Bow Wow, like yeah, no, exactly. like but like there were clearly he he entered the game right as a prepubescent teen right, right, right. Uh, on these screen tours, giving us life. <laughs> but uh, but all this is to say that uh, it makes me wonder, man. Like I just wanted to talk to you. Like a lot of times you hear. People in their 30s, late 30s, entering into their 40s or in their 40s, 50s, who grew up with hip hop. And they're like, man, I just some of them will say, I don't feel like hip hop has a place for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to like it. Absolutely. But I don't relate to none, nothing mm-hmm. that these, yeah, you know, 20 something like, yeah. talking about or whatever. You know what I mean? So this is where you're supposed to this is where you're supposed to insert Peter Pan off of 
That right there uh, was Chapter 10, Peter Pan, off of uh, <laughs> Talented 10th. And so it's interesting, like, as you were talking, or as I was talking, this is what immediately came to your mind because you out here, like, look. You trying to address topics in podcast form that I've been addressed back in 2015 <laughs> when I dropped this record. 2013, sir. Oh, man. You know what? Spotify is straight lying on yeah, you, bro. Yes. They, re- they re-released it in 2015. That's, That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. All right. It shifted distribution companies, better yet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when they uploaded it, they uploaded it into that. So anyway, yeah. But it was 2013. Yeah, man. But uh, there's a line on there which kind of emphasizes what you were getting at. It's like, we need. I say, we need extended adolescence so we can blow up. We need extended adolescence so we can blow up hip hop. You're close to 50. When can we grow up? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it just yeah, that's and it's not even it. so much that I'm that I think now that I'm, that I'm maturing as an individual that I'm saying real hip hop is only this, mm-hmm. but it's like as we grow as a genre, are we allowing space for? all types of people Mm -hmm. to find their voice and success. Right. And I think there isn't typically there's been an age cap Mm -hmm. for, for good hip hop or artists having a, they believe the lie and what they can produce and disseminate out there. And I think we've, uh, you and I would disagree. Yeah. To to that, that limitation, I guess you can say. Yeah, I, I, I definitely would. And I think, and I think it's just, it's fascinating because I feel like, I feel like as, as we've gotten older, we've sought to find music that reflects mm-hmm. the age that we're going through and the very, and the various things that we are dealing with. And so, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we talked about how, 
you know, uh, when you become an adult, like truly you've got people depending on you and you got a mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. livelihood and X, Y, and Z. And so, um, you can't, <laughs> that, that reckless youthful ethos that has been at the center of hip hop for so long it can still be there. There are clearly going to be people who reflect that and, and music that should reflect that. But all of it isn't that. And, you know, all of these people ain't that. And a lot of times artists find themselves still catering to that, even though their life doesn't reflect it. Right. I yeah. remember thinking uh, I used to have this I used to have this kind of unwritten rule, essentially, that not rule. But I found myself when I looked at like my favorite artists. I found out like, man, I really, all of my favorite art, all of my favorite MCs, even when I was young, like they're married. Yo, and they, it, they ain't really talking about things. They don't thing, talk man. about it. You wouldn't know. Some, them some of them would talk about it, but I just found out like, oh, wow, like they're married. Yeah. And it would just be, and I found myself, I found myself almost rewarding the artists that spoke about the fact that they were married. Mm-hmm. And so, um, um, yeah, and so it made me. Th- it just made me think of like it, it made me think of these things, man. And so I wanted to know, man, like as we're as we're sitting here talking, like what are some good? I won't say like I won't gender it in some like grown man, you know, <laughs> grown man songs, but like what are some good like adult grown up hip hop? Because I'm sorry, one of the things before you do this, one of the things that I wanted was mentioning as I was kind of going through. Uh, what has happened since we sat down for that three hour interview for the narrative was that you also released this project, uh, with Vanessa Hill called so many feelings, Mm -hmm. uh, which, which in essence was geared towards adult relationships, marriage, uh, and, and, and what all that that entails. Right. Yeah. So we released it. It was actually an idea to, we were uh, we released it on the celebration of my 15 year anniversary. Oh, that's what's up! Congrats. Yeah. So it was uh, it was a it was a celebration of all that is real, that is traumatic within the marriage relationship. Did and you have any been, jokers who thought you were married to Vanessa Hill? Uh, all, every day. Okay. I, I, every I show we did. So yeah. We did a little mini tour, and every show people would walk up to us afterwards, and be like, "Oh my gosh, it's so amazing that you guys are able to do this together and be married." <laughs> and the funny thing is this: before every show, we would do a Q and A. Okay. And granted, everybody in the crowd wasn't a part of the VIP Q and A. Right. But there will be some of the same people who would <laughs> tell them to their face, we are not married. Right, right, right. We'll come right. up to us afterwards and like, this is so beautiful that you guys are married. I just love <laughs> this. what's happening. What God's joined together. It's <laughs> like, no. if you don't shut your entire if, face if, up. You know, if, this is not my woman. <laughs> right. So anyway, yeah. But, uh, yeah. People thought we were married. And there are actually, I actually have some friends who are mad that to this day that I did this album with another woman. Oh, really? And I'm like, my wife doesn't rap or sing, so I don't understand why you're mad at me. For t- I mean, if you Literally, was going to... I have friends who are like upset with me. Shut up. Yes. They were like, nah, I'm not coming to your show, cuz. <laughs> are they... Why, why, do you, why are you holding hands with another woman on your album? I'm like, first of all, that's a cartoon. That's not me. That is illustration. Shit. People are not <laughs> this dense. Bro, I'ma tell you. She got my wife got some ride or die. So this is but like that. Like, wow. So they got some folks who were just like, look, I'm watching. Like, I'm popping the trunk. Look, yeah, exactly. I, well, that is hilarious. But yeah, that's that's really uh interesting and funny and and also ridiculous. But uh um, <laughs> very ridiculous. Because I mean like it'd be one thing if you were like gonna rap the visual art that your wife paints, like then that would be something, but like 
exactly. until your wife gets in the mic. Like, nah, she's not that one. She's just, I would not encourage that at all. But yeah, man. But just in general, like when I, yeah. think, you know, so obviously you put something out in the marketplace that speaks to adulthood in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. And, and not yeah. being a, not being a child. But um, but yeah, man. Like, can you think of any like hip hop or like any songs? And it could be that it was it was a song or an artist or something that was like that reflected you know what you were going through as an adult or it could be just like you know sometimes you might have been younger and you heard something you were like oh like that yeah you know what i'm saying like that's yeah. an adult you know what i mean talking yeah, nah, I, so i would say the way that i categorize so yeah you when we when you said hey this is some of the things that i would want to talk about sure. the way that i processed this was one mm-hmm. As a as a teenager, when I heard some of these songs, mm-hmm. or as an adult, did this music make me? Did it inform me in a way that I think would be beneficial not only for youth but also adults as well? I see. Got Is you. it helping me to become a better, well-rounded individual? Got informing you. me in the ways of the world, not like just talking about issues. Like there's a difference between being a commentator on a societal societal issue, yeah, versus informing people how to like circumvent maybe the societal struggles and, and injustices word, or word. like how I talk about love. Every song talks about sex or love in some sort of way. Yeah. But is there a mature way of talking about it in mm. which I think promotes healthy relationships for adults, not just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Um, back that thing up. <laughs> right, 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 right. Which right. I respect that song is going to get the people going. It's, you know what I'm saying? Adults. There, you know what there saying? is a reason, There's a reason why, why that song is that you song. Back that thing up. <laughs> right, right, right. But, um, so yeah, I, so I have, that's how you thought through yeah, it. Yeah, just so, yeah. and I'll kind of explain each. Absolutely. Um, some of them I have a couple. Actually, I have a couple albums, and then there's a couple songs. I don't even know. So yeah, give me. You just let me know when you want me to start, bro. I'll run the theme music. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, we ready, brother. All right, so my first one. Yeah, talk let me to go, me. Let me go in. Let me go chronologically. Chronologically, as best as a uh, best. Chronological, <laughs> my people. We're going chronological. So first one. I just had to throw this out there. Please. Uh, fear, uh, fear of a Black Planet by Ooh, Public Enemy. Wow. When I when, and there was like a little movement. There was like this this like even with uh, X Clan and uh, Brand Nubian. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was an education and an equipping during that period of time that I feel is very grown. Right. It wasn't just like we want to get the party started. Mm-hmm. We're not just getting. We're not just making music. Yeah. To to assuage certain kind of like indulgences we're gonna give you good music and we're gonna educate you in a way that's gonna make you better citizens better individuals of the earth and uh you're gonna enjoy this while you get this work so a lot of people would play the seminal fight the power song right because that's just it's it's iconic yeah I'm going to play this song that that meant so much to me when I saw the video, and that was Brothers Gonna Work It Out. Okay. Brothers gotta work it out and stop chasing 
on the street all willing to work it out. That right there, good people, is brothers going to work it out. I mean, and as I was saying in the break, bro, like, it reminds me because, like, the video, uh, I think it, I think they were like, they were, they were showing that black people, black, like college age kids had experienced racism. I want to say Howard's beach was where it was, but I could be wrong somewhere yeah. else. But anyway, and so they kind of like did a dramatic, uh, uh, rendition of that. But then they also like interspliced like the news reports and like, and I just remember like sitting in like my parents' bedroom watching the TV being like, I have no idea any of this was going on. Like, this is yet, incredible. Like, it's crazy. Like, when he said, <laughs> we talked about this, like, when Chuck D said, like, you know, rap, hip-hop is the CNN <laughs> for black people, like, it was real then. Like, yeah. now... <laughs> Nah. I don't know, son. <laughs> nah, I don't think it. so. But right nah, then, it, it was really like a means of communication. No, absolutely. Nobody was making nine one ones a joke. Nobody no. was making "Welcome to the Terror." Burn Hollywood, burn. Listen, like, man. You, you think about the conscious movement of the late eighties, early nineties. B B E. I mean, P E is like they're largely responsible for that movement. Right. Um, and so I, I do think. Um, I do think when you think about grown music, yeah. and, and it, that could be synonym, synonymous with mature, like music that matures, not only like you and age are fits you in age, but an information, mm. an idea, yeah, like um, something that grown young, um, and even this like educated poor. All like people can engage and right. enjoy, and I think Public Enemy did a wonderful uh, absolutely. job at that. Absolutely, that's and like really that's a great. You one. had the very sophisticated, <laughs> sophisticated, you know, <laughs> Chuck D, and you right. had the very like sh- <laughs> the, sh- the shucking and jiving yeah. of the flavor. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. So you, but you it was get, all like, black people. You know what I'm saying? Like like exactly. like we we run the gamut of all yeah. that. So you and like we gonna get this we gonna get this diaspora in and this I, group. But I always tell people and, we gonna get and, the anti-Semitic. Uh, <laughs> Listen, Griff, Griff got Griff. something to say. Griff is here in Atlanta right now, still saying anti-Semitic. I don't know if he's saying anti-Semitic, yeah, exactly. but, yeah. exactly. but he out here. And, you but, get it all, man. But, yo, but to that end, though, what I... And, Let's you be know, clear, we're not endorsing no, 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 we're not. We're just uh, saying, like, there's, there's, we got those it was in our all, family. We <laughs> got those people in our family. Cause. We do, we do. And yeah. truth be told, y'all probably do, too. Exactly. So, But that, that being said, it was interesting because... Um, on this public enemy love fest, what I also want to, I always bring out to people who don't like realize like their group was also just so crazy because like you said, of course you had like flavor Flav who was like the jester. And then you had, you know, uh, Chuck D of course, who was like the intellectual, but like street in that way. And uh, you had the very militant, right? Professor Griff. But then you had just all like you had, you know, Harry Allen, the media mm-hmm. assassin, yeah. right? So he was, he didn't rap. He just, he did all the writing and the text right. for them or whatever. And then you had the S1Ws, yep. who was like the Fruit of Islam, yeah. like military force behind right. them. Terminator X is the DJ. Like it was this just, old, tall, it was just model looking brother. <laughs> like, what do, you, do you speak my dude? Absolutely. But it's just fascinating. Like when you think like, man, that was a, like it was just incredible. Was, they set yeah. it up like a like a para government, like no, a paramilitary that is, government. Yeah, that's real. That's it's a good crazy. Way of, uh, good way of putting it. But yeah, man. So no, I, I completely get that. Like I completely get yeah, that. So idea. I don't know. Are we moving on. Are we stay in there. We nah, gonna, man. We, we can gonna, keep it moving. Level, I mean, level on PE some more. Nah, you know what? I'm gonna throw out one. Okay. That, that's that that hit me when as I was thinking about being grown up and what it what it meant to me. Um, because I feel like you know what you're talking about is like understanding at a particular age, like 
man, like life, like it just it it, it hits you right. when you relevant when you really, to life, yeah, relevant yeah. to life. And I remember, man, when I first heard this song, it made me like I was just like, oh, I didn't know you were able to rap about life and your family this way, and particularly this third verse. I'm gonna play and we'll talk about it. Reminisce so you never forget this The days are way back So many bear witness the fitness yeah. Take the first letter out of each word in this joint Listen close as I prove my point T to the R-O-Y How did you and I meet in front of big blues fighting in the street But only you saw what took many time to see I dedicate this to you for believing in me Rain or shine, yes in any weather My grandma Pam holds the family together My uncle Doc's the greatest Better get the latest If we're talking about a car Uncle Sterling got the latest I try to be live cause I got no choice and run my own business like my aunt Joyce. Yeah. So Pete Rock hit me, no respect to uh -huh. when they reminisce over you. Listen, listen, just listen to the funky songs as I rock on and that word is born. I'm not playing. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, was Pete Rock and CL Smooth. They reminisce over you. Yeah, man, I just I, I know when I heard that. And saw the video. The video looked like a movie. Yeah, it did. I remember the video. Yeah, and like I just, I just didn't think. Like one, that was a, my first introduction to Pete Rock as a producer, and I was just like, Smash. this music is, is incredible. And like I said, in particular, like that third verse, I just felt like he starts. So he writes it, of course, to Trouble T. Roy, the the, the mm -hmm. B boy DJ or B boy in Heavy D, and the boys who 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 died tragically. Uh, but like, so that's where Troy comes from. But then like he raps about like his, he just breaks down his family. And he, so I remember him talking about his father and he's just like, uh, you know, he talks about, you know, his father getting drunk with his dad and mm -hmm. how he has to put him to sleep and watch him go. And then I remember the third verse when he's talking about like his aunt Joyce running a business and uncle Sterling got the late. We're talking about a car. Uncle Sterling got mm -hmm. the late. Like, and I just remember thinking like, yo, like. This felt like the first acknowledgement I had of like of of a rapper placing himself in an extended family, like not just a single parent household or something like that. But like it was like, here's a rapper talking about his aunts and his uncles and his grandparents and his like his nieces, nephew, cousins. And I just remember being like, wow, like that's that's beautiful. Like that's that's a grown up perspective to yeah. me that I wasn't thinking of when I thought of hip hop. Nah, profound. Yeah, I agree. Not much to add that other than I love that song. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah. Yes. I reminisce. That joint is one of my it it's probably definitely top twenty five yeah, top songs for me. Same. Same, same, yeah. same. So yeah, man, what else you got? What else you got? Um I actually have six, so I'm I'm gonna try to I may have to skip jump over one. That's um, all good. No, man. All right, so Run these joints. I don't really know how to explain this. We one. might have a double up on one of them. Keep, okay. Keep on. Yeah. So if we're going in chronological order, yeah. uh my next album would be and I just picked the album. These yeah. are, these are the only two albums. The rest of them were songs. Okay. Well, no, I got a third album. <laughs> this album would be Miseducation and Lauren Hill. Mm. Look, I just felt when I first heard that song, I mean, that album, when I first heard that album, I felt like, yo, she's operating on a level in which, like, and I remember, I would think I was 18 or 17 when that album came out. Mm -hmm. I was like, 
this is not like teenage music, mm. but teenagers can enjoy it. Okay. And we can vibe to it. Right. But this is, she's talking grown business. Like she's <laughs> singing a song to her child. Yeah. Like rapping yeah. about the messiness of the music business. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. When she's talking about girls and boys. You better, you know, you better watch out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she's giving us game on like word, <laughs> on word. social interaction. Let me, let me play a little of do up. Back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like, yo, yo, my men and my women, don't forget about the day. This is not the most the king, yo. It's about a thing, yo. Feel real good when you hear this and lick two shots in the Since you were looking for your friend The one you let hit it and never called you again Remember when he told you he was about to bend your mans You act like you and him, they give him a little trim to begin Now you think you really gon' pretend Like you wasn't down and you called him again Plus when you give it up so easy you ain't even fooling him If you did it then, then you probably can Talking out your neck, saying you're a Christian A Muslim sleeping with the gin Now that was the sin that did Jezebel in Who you gon' tell when the repercussions spin? Showing off your ass cause you thinking it's a yeah, man, doop that thing reflective of Miss Lauren Hill on yeah, the so Miss Education. Joint, she talks about in different songs. You just hear about like community engagement. You talk mm-hmm. about social responsibility within community. Um, it wasn't just frivolous, com- like like frivolous nihilism, like mm-hmm. in community, like right. do this, do that. It was like, yo, we are, we are, we are progenitors of this community how do we engage it in a way that's yeah. like responsible and like and loving and promotes flourishing and like i just felt i just felt empowered listening to her and i still like i love listening to that album absolutely rap I, singing everything i just feel like it's a, a very mature project it's incredibly mature and i and i and there's so much to say about this and we will of course leave all the mm-hmm. the current Lauren Hill things that have you know occurred. With I don't her even know. I, well, she stopped making music after this album. <laughs> That's one way to, to think of it. Like uh, like there's only one Matrix. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> one so, and a half Matrix. The other thing, like I, there's parts of the Unplug that I really ride for, but now, I understand. Um, yeah, the first half of the Unplug, I'm like, okay. <laughs> but but the thing that I find interesting about this, because similar to you, like I remember when I got that, like I just. I, at this time, I was still like listening to the radio. Lost ones yeah, was like, and absolutely. I just remember being like, "Whoa, whoa what is this? Yeah, this is incredible!" I was like, "This is incredible!" But you just oh my gosh, this yes. is incredible! And uh, and I remember I I, fl- I drove to uh to um drove a road. I don't remember if I was driving at the time, but like went to this really hood record store in Akron called um called Two Live uh uh and um and it was near like Hawkins Plaza in this very hood part of Akron that doesn't exist anymore. But, uh, but I remember the album didn't come out to like that Tuesday, I guess, cause albums came out on Tuesdays, but I drove up, up that Saturday. Now Akron's like 20 minutes from Maslin, but I remember this is when, you know, they might have the record, yeah. but they can't put it out for sale yet. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, yo, you got, you know, Lauren Hill, Miseducation. They're like, yeah, no, nah, we can't put that out yet. We ain't got you. And I was just like, oh, I was like, man, I'm from out of town. And, <laughs> and the dude just saw that I was like about to leave, but I'm from out of town. So he was like, man, all right, go ahead. Just give me like 20. So I pay, I pay. So anyway, I got the album like three days early, like from when they were supposed to release it. And I just remember driving back, just playing this record so very, 
very much. It was so. It's still so incredible. There's still moments that still. just blow my mind. We talking about top. This is probably one of my top. <laughs> Five albums? Really? Ever? It's up there. It's up there for you. What's Ever. funny? What's funny is, and and we don't have to stay here, but yeah, I no. think that what's funny is like with Public Enemy, and even with particularly like with Doo Wop, the song I played from Warren Hill. Like it's funny because it, this is a whole side conversation that we don't have to stay on. But in 2018, the idea of progressivism looks so different mm-hmm. than it looked in the 90s, mm-hmm. it, to the point that. When you when you evaluate and you could say like something, you know, mostly for the better, maybe some things for the worse. But I would think that that like there's things basically if you look at like even old different world episodes or something like that, there's things that were deemed like conscious that now it's that like aren't conscious like that now would be looked at like oh that's pretty regressive the way no, you're thinking exactly. in that sense it's like yeah. that's respectability politics absolutely right so there. if you listen to the verse inside of like yeah. her, the verse in doo particularly the one yep. she aims at women yep. like showing the, off your ass because you think that it's a trend like, oh, so you're not one you're not sex positive <laughs> exactly two your body shame your Three, body shame <laughs> there's a level of like there's just all absolutely. of these ways that it would be like stuff. decompartmental or it would be deconstructed, deconstructed yeah. that I always think i always say people like yeah if she released this album now like it would not have the same it would not go over the same way uh that it went over if you can't get with miseducation and i don't don't want you like like, like, i'm not gonna progress (laughs) i'm not gonna progress you know what i'm saying let me let me throw one up that is that is kind of kin to kin to that for uh in in a lot of ways because i feel like what happened um you gotta see yourself with this song here we brothers getting changed real quick over nothing we losing too many of ours gotta recreate y'all yo check it knowing you the best part of life do i have the right to take yours because i created you irresponsibly subconsciously knowing the act i was a part of the start of something i'm not ready to bring it to the world had myself believing i was sterile i look at your mother's stomach and wonder if you are a boy or a girl turning this woman's wound into a tomb but she and i agree a seed we don't need you would have been much more than a mouth to feed with someone i would have fed this information i read to someone my life for you i would have had to Instead, I led you to death. I'm sorry for taking your first breath, first step, and first cry. But I wasn't prepared mentally nor financially. Having a child shouldn't have to bring out the man in me. Plus, I wanted you to be raised within a family. I don't wanna go through the drama of having a baby's mama. We can visit and buying J's ain't gonna make me a father. For a while, bearing a child is something I never wanted to do. For me to live forever, I can only do that through you. I got to talk about them niggas with a gun Must have really thought I was God to take the life of my son I could have sacrificed going out To think my homies who did it I used to Come on, son <sighs> Ladies on, and son. gentlemen Come that, on, son That was Common Retrospect for Life Featuring so, Lauryn Hill right there I got four common songs with this list <laughs> So I just put common, though I just put common and I put four songs next to it <laughs> And this is definitely one of them, bruh so I we, believe it. We, hey, yo, we, I believe it. So I don't, I'm, <laughs> no, ahead, talk I'm to let, me. So yo, in high school, yeah, I mean not high school, my first year in college, yeah. And I share this. The funny thing is, I share this story oftentimes when I, um, when I talk about the 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 false dichotomy, and I believe it's a false dichotomy of sacred and secular, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes I do it in workshops, seminars, classes, churches, or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
usually around in Christian spaces. Mm-hmm. I often use this song as an example of how a dude who probably wasn't thinking from a Christian worldview necessarily, a dude who's definitely not a Christian mm-hmm. at this point of his music making career, makes a song that can change a dude's life. So when mm-hmm. I was a freshman in college, my man actually put me on to Common. I wasn't even a fan of Common. I like heard like um, uh, I used to love her, mm-hmm. and I had heard him like him and Cube go back and forth. Okay. But I wasn't really like you know. I was like right. Resurrection was cool. Right. But he was like, yo, you need to listen to this song. And he plays this song for me. And we listened to the whole song. And I, and we're in his car. And I looked I looked to my left at him. And he bawling, crying. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I'm yeah. sitting there like, yo, bro, <laughs> you good? <laughs> With you, I'm like, oh, it's a dope, yeah, like, it's a dope song, but, but like, right now I feel you, yeah, yeah. But you was, was like, like man, man, I ain't signing up for this, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah, and, and he was like, yo, man, I just like my me and my girl just had an abortion, mm. and I feel so bad about. And he was like, man, this song spoke so much life to me, and and I was like, yo, this man. And as I look back in retrospect, uh, I see what you did there. I see how um, that song. Like really ministered, ministered to this yeah. man's life and, and and caused him to change his philosophy. Mm-hmm. And once again, like talk about how progressive we are now. Like mm-hmm. some people will look listen to this song and be like, "Nah, that's you know." Mm-hmm. To to even have this type of mindset about like abortion mm-hmm. could be pr- quite problematic. Even though he's not saying like you shouldn't necessarily. Go. He's right. just saying for me personally, right, right, right. it was a decision I felt he like talked was, through right. his train of thought. Yeah. Right. And, and so yeah, it was just man that song, yo. Nah, I it, respect that song on so many levels, bro. So many, and I love that song. No, nah, it's it's good. I, I put it on there for. Uh, Kind of similar reasons, just in the sense of like I, I was a big Common fan, obviously yeah. a big Lauren fan, and I just remember hearing it, and it, it kind of starts. It starts with, um, you know, it ends with it has the uh, uh, Farrakhan talking about like, you know, what was done with the Million Man March, what was done, with mm-hmm. it, and then but he says like he he's kind of giving his proclamation that like in two thousand we're going to gather all yeah. these people because two thousand must be the year of the yeah. family or yeah. whatever. Right, right, right. So it goes into that and of course it starts with that heartbeat as the beat mm-hmm. and then move it, it sounds like an ultrasound kind of moving yeah. through and then of course these verses come and I just remember even to this day like I'll hear like there's certain lines that'll come out when he says I mean and this isn't even the most impactful line I, I think but like when he says um, thinking we all in love because we can spend a day together, yeah. and I remember being like, "Bro, if that ain't the truth, like you being a you yeah. can be in a relationship and you'll have a good time, you'll have a good like sample size, mm-hmm. and then evaluate Absolutely. like, oh, this is this is what this is. I can yeah. do this, yeah. but like not realize like, man, like that's not all that life. Like there's gonna yeah. be you're gonna get hit in the face with this thing, and so yeah. and and I, I agree that like, and then of course it played on all of these elements of nostalgia by pulling in that stevie wonder yeah, yeah. and and lauren singing her soul into this and of course you know i put that you know next to to zion and you know her own issues and struggles yeah, of how yeah. she thought through almost having an abortion and so yeah it's just a very powerful song and i remember being i think in high school and just thinking like wow like this is this is crazy that song is real crazy 
yeah, real, yeah, deal. Yeah. real deal. Yeah, yeah. I salute you, my man. Hey, song. Hey, man. I salute you. I'm with well, you. Well, since we're on common, I'm just gonna throw out all. So I made this instead of like choosing an album. I just there's, there's four songs. That yeah, I was like, yeah, these yeah. common songs. Right. So I, I and I so threw I'm showing my common bias right now, obviously, because <laughs> common you. is definitely top five artist for me. When I thought through it, I thought of he's got a lot of work. Yeah. That so I mean, you know, the other commons that I'm gonna throw out there is the light. Mm. Come close. Okay. First okay. of all, that video, that come close video. So, can we talk about that for a second? So, here's the thing. Can you I, like can it. I give some pushback? Oh. <laughs> it wouldn't be right if we ain't get pushback. No, no. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, my only pushback. So, anyway, we can talk about the light. Okay. Just as an the incredible light is song. like one of my favorite songs. I ain't. I ain't about to. I ain't about to you truck can't. with you at all on that. Yeah, okay. okay the light is. We. I'm. Matter of fact, would you just. Yeah. I never knew a la 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 a la like this. Gotta be something for me to write this. Queen, I ain't seen you in a minute. Wrote this letter and finally decide to send it. Sign, seal, delivered for us to grow together. Love has no limit. Let's been a slow forever. I know your heart is weathered by what studs did to you. I ain't gonna saw them cause I probably did it too. Because of you feelings I handle with care. Some niggas recognize your life but they can't handle the glare. You know I ain't the type to walk around with matching shirts. A relationship is happy. I will be. And that light, the common the light, right? I mean, it's crazy because one, it's such a it's such a good song. It's such a dope that Bobby Caldwell sample. Yeah, uh, Dwelle, Dwelle, Dilla. Like it's all these elements. Dilla, <laughs> it's all these Come on, bro. It's such a good song that I joked about this. I think I tweeted about this, but it's such a good song that we let Common Rock was saying that. If heaven had a height, you would be, be that tall. tall. And we don't really even know what that means. <laughs> or if it's a compliment, but we letting it ride because we mess with that song so <laughs> much. What does that mean? Sure. If heaven had a height, you would be that tall. Uh, it, it, it means that her stature, her oh, stature and okay. who she is, okay, is, is magnanimous. All Basically, right. the, All like, right. the, the way she carries herself. The way she carries herself. Is, it's like, you know what? You think about when people talk about the heavens, they think about Sky. Oh, like she, her presentation, everything okay. about her. Okay. Okay, extends to the heavens, you, baby. Sir, Come you, on, sir, you, Come sir, on. you cooking with grease now? That's that's what I know. You cooking with grease now? Anyway, so um, yeah, but, so many lyrics on that album. I mean, that song I felt yeah. was mature, grown. Like it, just talking about how sex ain't gonna keep you. Right, right, uh, right. Talking about I ain't the one to wear Max's shirts, but relationship right. is effort. <laughs> so I will match your work. Come yeah, on, somebody. No, that like, was who, what other hip hop artists were talking like using that type of nomenclature? Not nah, many. Nah, you right. And do you it. Right. With do- and dopeness and so and like dope. come close was I felt dope. This is the other song I'm gonna throw at you. This Please. is this is the fourth one. Yeah, give me all love that. of my life with Erica Badu. Okay, I so felt like that was you. If I have a Peter Pan, right? Okay, I, I felt like his his the 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 story the narrative he creates about how hip hop is evolving, grown up. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it may not in itself be. Like teaching lessons of maturity, but I think the acknowledgement of saying like hip hop goes through different iterations, mm-hmm. and it's okay. Let's acknowledge that it had it's it's lived here, it's lived here, and it'll live there, and it's grown and it's moved. It's you know mm-hmm. it's nomadic. How can we find our place? Yeah. How can different artists find their place? I felt like that was a real good view, and, and that's why I would say that would be my that's fourth what's song. Up. Let yeah. me play a little bit of. Right here, what we're gonna do is go back. 
That right there was Common and Erica Badu, The Love of My Life. Well, you know, it's interesting. I've got to cut that song some slack, which I hadn't originally. Like, hearing you talk about yeah. it, I, like, I think everything you're saying is 100% accurate. I feel like I resisted that song because... I felt like why didn't I? I felt like one when I like even when I'm listening to it now I'm like yo that's a that's a beat is fire I think mm-hmm. the melody's dope like MCN is dope but I think I felt like man Common is going back to like I, I remember when I first saw um, I used to love her first mm-hmm. heard it, and I remember yeah. it was a f- one time as a kid I was like oh man I get this I get the the metaphor yeah, and I get this like yeah, switch yeah. like I feel grown up because I was able to break down this you know this grown up rap song right, right. but uh but I remember hearing the love of my life and I remember thinking like man I don't want Common to keep going back mm-hmm. to this well of of personifying hip hop as this woman in this like I felt like because basically what it was is. On the roots, there was Act Two, The Love of My Life, mm-hmm. where him and Black thought. And I felt like that was already a dope appendage You're to like, the original right, song. It's too much. Yeah, I was like, bro, come on now. Can't keep going back to the, to the I used to love her well. Shit's dry, bro. But there's a whole generation of people who, like, you know, who don't know I used to love her, right? right. But they know Love of My Life. Right. No, no, no. So yeah, I, I think feel, you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, What's up with your mind, mate? These things off, man. These, these dang, this Dan Duncan out here, uh, <laughs> getting his personal stuff on his phone, on his computer. But, uh, but yo, no, man. Um, so what you got for me? Those are we good, move man. Through these a little quick. Yeah, we do because we sit here and just <laughs> lose, 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 lose. The last something. interview we did, we intended it to be an hour. Right, right. So here's what I'll do. I'll give you my big name, uh-huh. the person that I have multiple songs for. Okay. And so that we can run through that, and that is Fonte Coleman. So look, I have look here, honorable, <laughs> honorable mention, bruh, Fonte, bruh, bruh. He is, he is my honor to mention. Okay, is Fonte Coleman. What's so wild, bruh, is like this. I could go to like albums, individual songs, mm-hmm. like I, like mm-hmm. as little brother individually, and just talk through. The songs that he's done that I feel like are just grown man. I, I gotta I gotta start I gotta start with a song by Little Brother, mm-hmm. and it's a song called All for You. And I'm telling you, bruh, when I when I heard this song, I I I wasn't moved to tears, but I was like I felt like I could, I even you. though this did not reflect my life. This first right here, I just remember being like, bruh, like. This is incredible. I was looking at your photograph, amazed how I favored you. I remember being young, wanting to play with you. Cause you was a wild and crazy dude. And now I understand why my mama couldn't ever stay with you. From the roots to the branch to the leaves. They say apples don't fall far from the trees. Used to find it hard to believe and I swore that I would Always hold my family as long as I could But damn, our memories can be so misleading It's misery, I hate to see history repeating Thought you were the bad guy, but I guess that's why Me and my girl split and my son is leaving I did chores, did bills and did dirt But I swear to God I tried to make that shit work Till I came off tour to an empty house With all the dresses and the cabinets emptied out I think I must have went insane Thinking I was in love but really in chains 
trap to this girl through the two-year-old who carried my name I tried to stop tripping, but yo, I couldn't And the plot thickened, that shit affected me largely Because I know a lot of people want me To fail as a father and the thought of that haunts me Especially when I check my rearview mirror And don't see him in his car seat So the next time it's late at night And I'm laid up with the woman, I'ma make my wife Talking about how we gon' make a life I'm thinking about child support, alimony, visitation rights Cause that's the only outcome if you can't make it right Pissed off with your children, feeling the same pain So pop, how could I blame you cause you couldn't maintain I did the same thing Bruh, when I tell you, all for you I remember hearing this off the minstrel show little brother and just like when he's describing that feeling of walking into his house mm -hmm. and seeing his cupboards cleaned out because his woman has left him and looking into the rearview mirror of his car and seeing an empty car seat and how that's affecting him and the fact that he's connecting it to the fact that his father left him and that he's he feels like despite his best efforts he doesn't want to replicate that yeah. in his own like i was sitting here like this is like it, again, I'm all of no kids, <laughs> yeah. all of, but I was sitting here like, bro, like this, like I was, I was, I was so, if it was such an emotional song to me to listen to, because I felt like he was putting into words a lot of fears that particularly black men have mm -hmm. um, with regards to like black men who want to not, who want to break cycles that they're seeing Absolutely. in their household and in their life. And I just remember being like, bro, I ain't no. I, I didn't I still didn't I didn't it was one of those things where I think I was in college or graduated college by this time came out and I just remember thinking like I didn't know rap could still do this to me bro you know what I mean yeah absolutely I remember listening to Cherry Starts at Home and being like <sighs> right this album right like I was like I, w I remember feeling like there's nothing out there that speaks to me as a grown man who's right. raising up this album does <laughs> yes and i was like and he's dope like he's a dope rapper like right there, there's not too many honestly out there who can like put phrase mm -hmm. together better than fonte yeah. yeah and so when you have that along with the content of mm -hmm. talking about marriage and life and fatherhood yeah and i'm sitting there just like yo this is a gr this is a like it's a, a grown it's ass a album. grown ass album bro <laughs> grown like, ass album so yeah i would say that's that's off that album alone yeah because i wasn't really a huge little brother fan got you um, yeah yeah and just because I just missed the boat on him, not because so I, I, I listen, I go back and listen. I was like, yo, this is dope. yeah, like oh, there's some joints. When I when I got a hold of, I really kind of, really how I came into them was off of uh um the uh Fonte and oh boy the um Eric Roberson no Fonte the, and the producer and and uh, the, the singing group the singing the um. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Foreign Exchange. Foreign Exchange. Yeah, yeah. I was so I say. came into. I, I became yeah, a fan right, of right, right. Foreign Exchange. Grown man music. Grown right man there. music. Absolutely. But I can't put the, no. So that's why I put him down as honorable mention. I feel you. No, he's, I was like, yo, he's all over the place. He's though. clearly one yeah. of the most talented. And then if you see him live, like just a, a his, white underrated though his, too. Oh my gosh, like a you see underrated. him live is his magnetism, yeah. his stage show, all of that. It's there. And I will say one more thing about like one more offer from from his solo careers. Uh, an album that his album that came out uh this year called no news is good news mm -hmm. a song called expensive jeans yeah bro <sighs> so i'm familiar with that song i'm gonna play some of that <laughs> are you in any pain seven days in a week eat a steak every plate is a feast 
Watch your weight, no mistakes in the least Or else you too will dig a grave with your teeth I wish that I could fit in these expensive jeans A waistline that'll rip the seams And pharmaceuticals that sit between Your heart medicine, cough medicine Blood thinners and antihistamines We got an oceanfront view but the scope is so limited Cause young niggas be dying of old nigga shit Wifey sleeping in the guest room cause you snore at night It's like 40 years old, it's three quarter life Our biggest fears were shots and all robberies Now the biggest fears are clocks and oncology Gotta sleep at to tell you you got sleep at me all He all in your sheets with a CPAP Wish that I could fit in these expensive jeans I don't like this cut, it's like the Lord got my order wrong 3am stress eating, laying down on it Now your blood sugar is borderline, borderline Seen them rise, I seen them fall, I seen Come on, fam. That right there, expensive jeans by Fonte. Bro, when you rap about your waistline and and like colonoscopies and nigga, stuff, nigga, <laughs> bro, nigga. I remember the first time I heard that song, I was like, "This is real, real, real rap, bro." <laughs> right, right. This is, but see, this not is only, real. but see, he's he's real. Like it's funny and it's entertaining. But look, when you think about it, as we've as we've documented and mm-hmm. we've talked about how hip hop is getting older, its artists are getting older, right? Yes. And now some of the dudes who we grew up listening to and women are dying. Right, like at young ages, and so he references that, like at the age of forty. Yeah, it's dying. like three quarter life. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and a lot of these cats are dying because they're not managing their their health and when their you, life well. Like when you and I think even Questlove had put up something around like, man, forty years old has become this like this this milestone in a way that's different. For but like particularly in hip hop culture we're seeing cuz we see like heavy d pass mm-hmm. we saw fife pass right. we saw and and it's like we see we're seeing these rappers like it used to be like man can you get out of your 20s and not die from gun violence right which unfortunately is still a concern but then it now become this thing of like we're talking about the physical things mm-hmm. that like we're trying to get through like like i said he was rapping about your blood sugars borderline borderline <laughs> like all of these things mm-hmm. And that's not even addressing like just the ex like the the in the the internal stressors that you experience as being black in America, right? right? right that right, doesn't right. Stri- deal with like you know undiagnosed di- depression and and mental health issues and stuff like that. So anyway, I just remember thinking like, man, expensive jeans. I was like, yo, this is such a grown man song. It, it blew me away. So Fonte like- can't uh, we uh, we su- recommend the whole catalog? But yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. What else you got on your list, man? Um. Well, that's once again, we might have to move some of these quickly. Yeah, it's all good. Um, let me go to the next one. I think the next one is Nas Daughters. Nah. Ooh, ooh, yo, ooh. when you rap, yo, when you rap about parenting, bro, that's and you do good. it in a way that Nas does it. I'm like the beats, it's thorough. He's talking about his the the struggles he has as a parent. Is you know, am I am I too cool? Am I am I too loose? Um. There's some parenting advice I would not recommend. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's always the case. Everybody, but, you know. But I would say, man, just his attempt was 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 amazing. And uh, check it out. My daughter sent a letter to some boy her age who locked up. First, I regretted it, then caught my rage. Like, how could I not protect her from this awful fate? Never tried to hide who I was. She was taught and raised like a princess. But while I'm on stage, I can't leave her defenseless. Plus, she see me switching women, pops us on some pimp shit. She heard stories of her daddy thugging. So if her husband is a gangster, can't be mad, I love him. Never for her, I want better. Homie in jail, dead dad. Wait till he come home. You can see where his head's at. Niggas.
Nas got game, they be trying to live. He seen your mama crib, plus I'm Man, sure that right there was Nas' daughters, bro. That's that's so weird. I forgot completely about this song. But yeah, yeah, that song's my joint. I love that joint. That's um, so good. So good. Yeah, that actually was a song that kind of inspired um, fathers for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Off the narrative. Because I did, I was like, man... If we want to be a generation, like, one, we, we, we always talk about mothers and female, like, matriarchs in our, in our, mm-hmm. in our culture, specifically, mm-hmm. like, black communities. We talk about how matriarchs were the ones who kept us, and rightfully so, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like that narrative is changing, yeah. right? But I don't think, I think sometimes it still benefits us to, to lean on the, the false narrative that right. it's only matriarchs around. Yeah. So how can we begin to start making music that reflects the yeah. reality of our society, right? Yeah, there yeah. are some good fathers, and there are a lot of good fathers, and fathers are sticking around at a rate that they weren't before, right? right. And so, uh, in the same sense, like I think, I think it's dope that Nas is rapping, writing songs. This is another dude. Like I wouldn't know you have children, right. you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you make this song. Your daughter is nineteen years old in the right, song. Right, right. I'm like, what? A little Desi, Destiny. Yeah, my, yeah. What's wild is, and similarly on my list was was this one. Manifested in flesh and bone Using breath of fresh air in this world of shit You was born to be a soldier, don't ever forget Hit back when hit Use force that's effective All these bitches and women Son, please be selective This is California, can't stick your dick in everything We will survive necessarily by any means Let no man ever hold you down or suppress you It's the 90s, the police just arrest you Disrespect you, on occasion take life By the time you come of age, they probably blast on sight It's a shame they protect them But try to serve us when you're Niggas on the line, stand ground and bust Ain't got we trust, but just in case Keep it loaded and locked, ready to rock And shake the spot, the foundation So yeah, I remember hearing Exhibit Foundation uh, In 96 when this came out And I remember, I was very much not a father um, But I just remember hearing it And being like, man, like that's such a dope like idea to write this song yeah. And he, like in the video, he's got his His boy on his knee and he's rapping this and it's just like, oh man, this boy's going to go up to hear it. Similarly to Daughters, there's a bunch of advice in this that I would not give my, give my son, but you know. <laughs> uh, but I think it also, I do think there's like, there's something psychological, I think, uh, that, uh-huh. that exists for us to see black fathers with their children. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that that pays, dividend, pays dividends as well as just like, not just being like, oh, I'm going to be the you know, the provider I'm going to be, cause it was very much a model in just general masculinity to just like, I'll provide for the family, but that don't mean I got to be there. Yeah. No you nurturing involved. Like, right? I, yeah, yeah. I ain't got to actually, you know, till the, the soil or <laughs> exactly. anything like that. All I got to do is whatever. So anyway, exhibit, exhibit foundation. Is another, another one of those brothers who, uh, unappreciated, Mm-hmm. Consciousness in his music. It's true. Get, it's very like, true. A lot of his music. I forgot all about foundation. It's bro. all good. All it's all that. good. All right, so I'm gonna I'm throw this one at you real quick because I. Please. Uh, this is. I feel kind of cheap with this one actually, but right. I do feel I want to give him credit just because of the growth. Jay Z four four four. That's good, bro. So, but more specifically, um, OJ. The story of OJ. That last verse. Mm. I thought was dope, and then the other one, uh, Legacy. Legacy is so important, yeah. bro. So important. Um, but I do feel like that album. Um, I do think that album is somewhat of a benchmark for 
hip hop because when Jay Z said stop, you know, doing when he when he says certain things, people listen. When he said the auto tune, you know, auto tune kind of took a dip. Uh, Jay sets precedent. And I yeah. think it was helpful for him to set the precedent to show, like, yo, we can rap about mature things. Because I've never felt like I'll just I'll just leave it at that. I was gonna say like, I, I, yeah. Anyway, no, I think that that's really important. Like, uh, I would actually love to hear where that where that was going, but I feel you. Oh, I'm saying like Jay is over. He's 40 plus, and yeah. I just felt like the his whole catalog has been stunting on us. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just, Absolutely. And I feel like this was the first time he was like, you know what? I can use my platform to kind of like change the, the narrative and culture of hip hop in a way that's not just bragging on how much my net worth is and yeah. how much I have that you don't. Yeah. But actually bringing some like content that could shape the culture in a way that hasn't been shaped before. I mean, obviously, we talk about Fonte. He'd he been doing this for a while, but he doesn't have the kind of. Power yeah, not that, at all. That Jay has, so it's always good when trailblazers yeah. and culture shapers can set precedent right. that validates folks like Fonte and even folks like me because Absolutely. it's like, yo, well, these folks have been doing it for a minute, but mm-hmm. now what we'll see, or I think, is giving the credence for other artists to feel the liberty to make music that I think works and operates within this space. Super important. I think that's good that you did say that because I feel like, yeah, I feel like when Jay-Z dropped 444, like there were some people, you know, you'd see on, you know, instant reaction people like, oh man, it's the first first mature hip hop ever. And you would be like, for real, bruh, like that's the first no, one you listen. First to. one you heard, fam. But it, it, let's not just you know whatever. But that's how someone who is that popular, right. you know, that's how that works, right? Like they do something, and it's and it's like it it affects more people absolutely than all the Fontes, all the youths, yeah. all of us combined right. could could reach. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you just hope that people then pivot to say like, oh, there's other music like this. This yeah. isn't an anomaly in that sense. Uh, but yeah, I would agree, man. I, first, I feel like 444, I don't know where he goes next, but I say like with 444, um, me and my brother sat, we listened to it. I remember playing for him and I'm like, yo, there's so many things that he speaks about that I've wanted him to speak about for mm-hmm. years. Yeah, like absolutely. hearing hearing him like verbally articulate his view on religion and faith and mm-hmm. how it got to where it was was really important for no, me. It was. And um Definitely. Yeah, it was just it was just strong. So no, I I, I give you that. That's yeah, what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. You got one for me. Uh I I do. Let me man you're not, you're not confident. I feel like there was a, <laughs> I feel there was a little, little bit like reservation. So so I could just give you this I could give you this dude's whole catalog and, and but or a lot of this dude's whole catalog. Um and I wanna promote the 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 underrepresented one, no, but okay. I'll just go ahead and give you, you the, go big, to side B, the big like one. The deep, deep inside B. Not, not a little little deep, little okay. deep cut, but I will give you the pop the popular one, which is this right here. Um the one and only I'm trying to do the best that I can with what it is I have. 
This is yeah. probably a top 25 song for me. I believe it, bro. This right top here, 25. one, this song makes me think I can sing. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I will what? be at the top of my lungs. Yo, there's a couple songs that do that, and this is definitely one <laughs> this, of them, bro. This song, you cannot tell me I am not Luther when this joint comes on. Uh, I will sing like, my heart and solo. I can do this. I can do this most definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, man, Umi says, I just I just remember in this incredible album, Black on Both Sides, mm-hmm. this song comes, shows somewhere up in the middle. And I just remember hearing this and being like, this song, I could just listen to this for hours, yeah. like hours upon end. It just, it moves me in such a way. And the fact that it's, you know, what he's saying, you know, and talking about his mother and mm-hmm. And all these parts. So that was like my my known version for, for most, but my right, go to the deeps. The deeper one is is the song Modern Marvel oh, off yes. of the new danger. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was going I thought it was gonna be one I didn't recognize. No, no, no bro. I Modern was like, oh, you gonna pull what I don't know. <laughs> no, you on it, you on it, <laughs> you on it. Modern Marvel, man, this right here. I come on high, she started to cry. I can't take it. A brand new excuse. Does me no use that won't make it. She be home with the kids. This is no way to live. What can I say? I know it's surreal, but I'm hard headed still. Do things my way, and it's so strong. So strong. It's like I'm dying. Try to hold on. My body says, oh no, out there. Flying the price that I pay for the game that I play ain't no game at all. I'm up in the clouds, then I'm spiraling down. Yo, that one right there was Modern Marvel. It just that song, one, like you hear this, like this odyssey of a relationship mm-hmm. from the beginning, and it like the way it's breaking down and he's almost on the verge of tears at, at his breaking point at the beginning of it. And then by the end, I mean, and all of it done in this obvious Marvin Gaye ode, yeah. and, you know, to him. And it was just, it was so beautiful. But the things he was talking about, I thought was incredible. And then by the time the follow-up song, Life is Real comes in and, you know, I just, I just, I just remember just thinking like, bro, like, this this is a man rapping. This is a man doing music. And yeah, so. That's a good, yo, you pulled him, yeah, Moses. Yeah, that was good. You know, I could think of a couple of songs that I I probably was like, yo, you know what? Why didn't I? Oh, it's but for all, some reason I didn't think about most. It's all good. It's but all he's good. one. He's another one of those. I mean, he's always been recognized for his content. Mm-hmm. But I would say another underrated dude. Like, Absolutely, super underrated. Absolutely. Let me throw this last one at you. Yeah, throw this, this give is me more this last current. One. So this is more current. Yes, sir. Um, I got two joints by him. Bet my man J Cole. So nice. 1985. Mm. It is the joint where he's schooling low low pump. Is it low yeah, pump? Yeah, I think. Yeah, low pump. He gives that dude a, a, a he just takes him to class. He's like, look. <laughs> anytime you educate a dude, do ball. <laughs> and I sat there and listened. I was like, <laughs> I felt embarrassed for my dude. Let me play this Please right here. Play. 1985, I arrived. 33 years, damn, I'm grateful I survived. We wasn't supposed to get past 25. Jokes on you, motherfucker, we alive All these niggas popping now is young Everybody say the music that they make is dumb I remember I was 18 Money, pussy, parties, I was on the same thing You gotta give a boy a chance to grow some Everybody talking like they know something these days Niggas acting woke, but they broke, um I respect the struggle, but you all fronting these days Man, they barely old enough to drive 
to tell them what they should do Who the fuck am I? I heard one of them diss me, I'm surprised I ain't tripping, listen good to my reply Come here little man, let me talk with you See if I can paint for you the large picture Congrats cause you made it out your mama house I hope you make enough to buy your mama house I see your watch icy and your whip form I got some good advice never Listen man, listen man <laughs> listen. That dude is giving mad He's giving <sighs> Bro Show. Thank He's you for throwing this coaching. one on here. He's executive coaching. <laughs> he absolutely is. What's so wild about that is like, one, I just think this is my personal thing. J. Cole, for me, is someone who, in small doses, his impact grows. Mm. Like, if I have, like, when I sit down for the whole project, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, man, this thing kind of, yeah, it levels out. I got you. Yep, but if yep. I get like... Like if I get three songs here, yeah. three, then it's just like, ho, 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 yeah, he's giving you the business. And so, no, man, this is a good one because he literally is like, let me show you how your career will go. <laughs> Be real frank with you, little man. And the fact that the in, like the entire song is 1985, the intro to the fall off, like, <laughs> bruh. Anyway. So, so let me said, throw the second one yeah, at you. Please. Very similar, just different. Um, different song, uh, same purpose intent like let me educate you discontent rappers false prophets (laughs) oh yeah i feel like man once again he's he's educating our artists on one stop envying other people's platforms recognize that you have a fan base yeah um how can we get individuals who've claimed that they're amazing and great like get them to mature yeah but also doing some self-reflection like man I have issues in my uh, within myself, like the yeah, the, like how do I do some self evaluation? Recognize that the very things that I'm that I hate, like I struggle with, yeah, and I'm gonna expose that for this community of listeners and artists to wrestle with, so that we can all grow together. I feel like J Cole did that amazingly. And so, False Prophet is an amazing track, bro. Yeah. Life is a balance. You lose your grip, you can slip into an abyss. No doubt, you see these niggas tripping. Ego in charge of every move, he's a star. And we can't look away due to the days that he caught our hearts. He's falling apart, but we deny it. Justifying a half-assed shit he dropped, we always buy it. When he tell us he a genius, but it's clearer lately. It's been hard for him to look into the mirror lately. There was a time when this nigga was my hero, maybe. That's the reason why his fall from grace is hard to take. Cause I believed him when he said his shit was pure, ain't he? The type of nigga swear he real, but all around us fake. The women, the dick riders, you know the yes men. Nobody with the balls to say something to contest them. So he grows out of control. Until the person that he truly was all along is starting to show. Damn, wonder what happened. Maybe it's my fault for idolizing niggas based off the words they be rapping. When come to find out, these niggas don't even write they shit. Here's some new style bubbling up, then they bite this shit. Damn. What I get for lying oh, to man. myself False Prophets, bro That's a great one Actually, J. Cole just in general Is a great, great selection on this nah, one Nah, he is Because he, 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 he killed it I think that um, I could I, pick some off of Forest Lane, too But yeah, I felt yeah, like yeah. those two were very apropos No, no, very good I mean, even <laughs> even when I think uh, think about He's got that song about uh, Fold Clothes with you Yeah, which is, that's I think, very grown It's just a very gross <laughs> If you're a grown man, you love Fold Clothes And I don't know. He's brother. He's talking. He's rapping on. That's when you start start rapping about almond milk and soy milk, and <laughs> he's like, you know, I love you when I fold clothes, girl. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that's great stuff. I was gonna move it a little closer too, but these are just gonna be honorable mentions. But some that kind of came to my mind as well. 
in addition to what you've already thrown up there was uh so i got some kendrick lamar songs this dude is younger than me mm. but the song fear was so powerful to me because of off of off of damn because he's you know what he's describing about fear outside of the hebrew israelite information but uh the the first verse being this little boy and then the second verse being this kid and then the third verse being an adult i just yeah. remember the way he was rapping about fear touched me and also the song mortal man uh mortal man bro off of uh pimple butterfly. butterfly i just remember thinking like wow like this this right here hits me um one of my one of the artists who has had the largest impact on me is an artist by the name of Brother Ali. He has many songs mm. that are mature and grown, but he has a song called Picket Fence, which that thing that thing moved me to tears the first time I ever heard mm-hmm. it or whatever. Um, and just what he's rapping about on that. And then I would throw in there, man, like Royce, man. Royce's new album. <sighs> Yo, why did I not think of Royce's new <laughs> joint? Royce's album, Book of Ryan. When I Book tell Ryan y'all, is next level. Like that's some. That's I wasn't even ready for that voice, bro. <laughs> I, I was on some like. Bro. Let me listen to the album just because I have to listen to every voice album that come out. <laughs> I'm but definitely I, gonna get some yeah, bars. Exactly. That was the thought. I'm gonna be inspired. When I listened to it, I was like, "Hold up, bro." Cocaine. That was on, that's the one on my list. Goodness, that's gracious. the that's the song on my you talk list. About, you talk what? about therapy and working through trauma, bro. Listen, that, that entire said, album. When he says, "My daddy chose me over cocaine." That's what I was. I fell on the ground. I was listen, like, "Thank you, Jesus." Well, then, fine. We don't have to listen to it. <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> well, there's a couple of traits of that. Oh yeah, because amazing. Power. 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 The skits, too. <laughs> Strong friend. Strong Le- friend. Bro. bro, there's a couple. <laughs> we probably just need to have a race, a race podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nigga, I was, nigga, I was on the highway when this came on. I'm like, <laughs> I told you right now, like, I don't know nothing about cocaine, bruh, bruh. But I told you, though, like, my, my so obviously my, my dad had passed, yeah. and I heard this, and I was sitting there like, I wasn't ready, bruh. Yeah. Like, because it's one of those things you can prepare for it if you're like, oh, I know I'm about to get something. You know, it's like when people talk about watching This Is Us. Yeah, you yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know you about I'm to ready cry. For it. Right, I'm ready right, right. But like, I'm, I'm expecting bars. So when I put on Book of Ryan and I heard this, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm ready for some slaughterhouse. Yes. This nigga just count. He just came in. And then you can sing this well, Royce? Yeah, I was shocked. Papa came home from another day of high. Working handed me his key. Told me go look in the car. So I went out there to look for what he had me to get. I was checking all the seats. But the only thing I saw was a bag of cocaine. Was too solid. He ain't never tell a lie. I went in to tell him about it. He said, Oh, that must be God. He worked with me at the job. I said, Oh, and walked away. He said, Oh, before you go, make sure you don't tell your mom about the cocaine. Uh, me and little homie, we was walking to the store. It was right there on the corner. Then we seen the guy that's homeless. He was wrapped up in the bag. He was looking really cold. Then he asked us for some change. Then he asked us if we know who had the cocaine. Listen, man. Cocaine off of Royce five nine. Book I hate you. Let me talk about how I hate you because I knew Please. this interview wasn't gonna be short, bro. My bad, man. 
My bad. I love, My bro, bad, bro. I knew this I'm was sorry, gonna bro. happen, man. I'm sorry, bro. I can't. This is a problem. <laughs> I don't see you often, bro. I don't see you often. Blame it on that. Goodness gracious. My bad. We 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 gonna we gonna. Because I now want to talk about Royce's album for about a good ten minutes, but I know <laughs> I need to go home and do an adult thing with my wife, bro. I need to go home I and fold laundry. I'll be gone for two days, bro. Okay, we about to let this man nah, go nah, home nah, and let's be talk about Royce for a second. Because <laughs> yes. it's about yeah. four cuts on that album, bro. You so right, man. That just blew me away. Like I'm no look no no, yeah. no hyperbole. Yeah, I. I've been a Royce fan for a while. Like, remember people yeah. people ask me my top five. First of all, let's say this: if you don't have a shocker in your top five, you don't have a top five. Yeah. And the shocker in my top five is usually Royce. Okay. I'll be like, you okay. know, I'll be like Royce to five nine. And some good. folks are like, oh, you know. But anyway, yeah. I didn't expect this album from him. None of us I expected did, just like Bar Slaughterhouse, right? <sighs> None of us but did. But when I heard this song, when I heard Amazing, like he's talking about his childhood, coming back to his child, coming back to the, to the neighborhood of his childhood. Yes. And folks are like, yo, you remember me? You remember the bar? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I used to little Ryan over right, on right. teeth. Like and I used to dribble the ball. I was like, you remember me? And the way he was like talking, yes. but rapping, yes. but talking, yes. and rapping. Yeah, bro. And then, and then, like you said, you mentioned Strong. Strong friends, bro. This is dude. You you can tell this is a dude who did some maturing in a, like a two or three year period, and because he talks about his family more, yes. he talks about his wife, his son who has autism. That's another mm, way we connect. Mm, um, and so um, power, bro, power. That story about his family, bro. and like you said, it's the skits too because it's this therapy session with his son. Yes, and like the fact, and, and from that that run. From power to protecting Ryan to strong friend, y'all can't tell me you, nothing about. I was like, yo, I heard this album, and we talked about this. My, you know, my father had passed, and I put this record on, and it was just like music just finds you, right? Because also, mm-hmm. you know, uh, no news is good news. Fonte, after that expensive jeans, cry no more comes on, where he he went through a period where he had to bury his dad and his uh, grandfather, like back to back, some crazy like that. And so I just remember hearing cocaine and I just remember being like, who is this man? Who is, who is singing <laughs> right. like this yeah, yeah. in these octaves? And then these stories that are just pulling on all of these parts, bro. I'm with you, man. Man, this, that album, this album is in now, my, I'm actually ashamed. Cause that album has been in when that album came out, like in the summertime, a little before summer came out, like about May. That's about, been yeah. my number one album since May. It's, and I'm so shocked there. that I didn't think about that. It's all good, bro. bro. God bless you, bro. Hey, that's why we God here. Bless you, bro. We, we God bless you, We bear one another's burdens. Thank you. God bless you for reminding me how amazing that album was. All good, bro. And mentioning them joints. Like, that's all good. Yeah, I, bro. I remember, I actually, I didn't tweet them. I Instagrammed them because mm. I never do that. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't care how much I love Alma. I Instagram. <laughs> I was like, yo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this no. album, bro. Like he's that dude where I like. I would just, I would love to be able to just like shake his hand on some. Like, yeah. yo, thank you. Yeah. Like, cause, cause, it, cause you can hear this album and know the work isn't even in the music. Like, you did work it's on in yourself, individual. like your life why, work. That's why I love that album so much. It's not even like you said. It's not even so much. Like, I'm excited for him as an individual just yeah. to hear because the album before this was good, and mm-hmm. you can kind of see like he mm-hmm. talked about how he stopped drinking as much, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and you can tell he's talking about his relationship with his wife. He was repairing that, right? But this one, 
was like you could tell he went through counseling because he talks about it more on this absolutely album. and you could tell like just this this evolution of an individual who's like man i have responsibilities that right. i have to start like Right. Has to start taking precedent, and I'm gonna make music that reflects that. Yes, and I'm just like, bro, <laughs> it's incredible. Just even the creativity, like you said, like the way that he he changes his style up on this album it's, as well. That's like really, really interesting. It's 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 nuts. Like I I I was I wasn't prepared to like it as much. I did, I wasn't prepared for what it was, and yeah. when I got it, I was like, oh my god! Like I've just I've been I've been preaching the gospel of Book of Ryan to people, yeah, just been bro. like, yo. Because the thing about this, and this is my last point about it, the thing about this is that he's been around long enough to where people have made up their minds about him. Absolutely. And so it's one of those things where you this project yeah. is like, no, 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 no. This is a new artist. Like, yeah. this is something yeah. different. And I think that's what David was trying to convince me about T.I. He's like, I yo, see. this is the T.I. that you knew. This is a I different T.I. And like, for me, that would be my Royce moment. It'd be I like, yo, y'all. And that, I actually like hit up and text him. I was like, yo, you need to listen to this Royce album. Word. Yeah, you yeah, need to yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There For it is, real. bro. That, the line about the Thames, where he was like, they sent us to school with the fake Thames. <laughs> he talked about his brother too young. To, but when he said. He's like, for sarcasm. Right? Like, <laughs> he, said, he said, we're too young to figure out our comedy. So we, we responded like, yeah, like, where your Thames at? I was like, yo, that is so real. Yo, it's so wild. Like, anyway, and the fact that he could pull that memory of Jack yes. being joned on, but not know you were being joned on, but Absolutely. then like, yeah, bruh, as you can tell, we love that album. Y'all should that definitely go check so that out. Man, there's so many more things and so many other yeah, topics bro. I'd love to talk to you about, bruh, but yep, yep. this has been fruitful, man. It was, bro. This has been great, man. We would have had a good time on that next list, but you know we what? do that on a later date. We bro. do that on a later date. Uh, good people. Tell... Now, although you might not have a project out right now that you are promoting, just give people the quick spiel of what you're doing these yeah. days. Because I feel like, you know, our fourth district audience doesn't get to hear that too often, like directly from the man. So, yeah, show let, well, let us know what you're up to. I think I'm finding my own as a um, uh, man, a, a content creator, um, mm-hmm. someone who's helping to produce and manage not only just creatives. But content that creatives make, mm-hmm. and so um, I have the opportunity to uh, take over a nonprofit nice. recently that does just that. You know, we're basically about the cultivating of hearts and talent, mm-hmm. as well as curating content for creatives and helping to create content, like mm-hmm. funding, as well as giving resources and opportunities for people to create content. So that organization is called Terminus Collective. Nice. And um, I'm also still in the process of working with a team of folks to uh, build out this musical around a sanitation worker strike. So which you have uh, already done, you've already did a run of this. Yeah, uh, we did a. We only, but we the the, the play was it's about forty percent complete. Okay, and we performed that forty percent. Okay, three nights in a row, which in was Memphis, outstanding in Memphis. That's dope. Um, and so now we're because of the response and because of you know the the belief that we you know we have in the in the project, we're going to build it out more. Mm-hmm. And so, actually, this weekend, I'm going to visit some folks who are interested in bringing it out to where they are. So, we're going to do some uh, some meetings, some gathering. Yeah, man. So, I'm excited about this this time in life. I, I'm really excited about 
maturing and growing as a creative, right? Yeah. Not feeling like the only thing I have to do is rap, but mm-hmm. finding other places. And this is what I'll say to folks who are creatives, especially music Please. artists. All the people listening. Um, man, like understand that the, the the shelf life of musicians is very it's very for most of us. It's short. Like every everyone's not gonna be able to be Prince. <laughs> And like right. rock out to their fifties. Right, you know right, right, right. Some of us have a good two years, three years. Right. Uh, some of us, even in those two or three years, you still need um, to subsidize that income with another occupation. To your point, like you were, you've had a nine to five for a while, but you were able to be able to do. Mm-hmm. What I would say is think through that like wisely. What is the next transition in your in your life? It's good. Once you're done being a full time artist, mm-hmm. and I think artists are you know mainstream artists are finding this a lot more by either becoming like ceos of the labels that they once mm. were under or brand right. ambassadors starting their own label uh labels or clothing lines but you know some of us can't do that what is a natural transition for you and right. for me i'm finding that in being a uh, i guess you can say a uh producer of content mm. writing um visual content music just all types of stuff and i think this is i'm excited yeah so no that's very good and i think and it's helpful for a lot of people out here we have a lot of artists who come on who either are full-time artists but plenty of plenty artists who are known and successful but they're also working other gigs and other jobs um but i think that you're right that um yeah it's it's just wise to think through like where you want to be in five years where Mm -hmm. you want to be in 10 Mm -hmm. years um, and realize, like, even if you have the same love that you have for the music that you're doing or the creativity that you are putting out there, um, the marketplace might shift. Uh, you might not have the same listeners you had before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I remember, like, when the remnant was really high and kicking, like, we had a crazy college market. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, oh, those people get replaced. <laughs> Absolutely. If they're doing their job, <laughs> they are graduate. So it's like you can't keep mm-hmm. going back to the same what? Like you, you're constantly reintroducing yourself to that audience in some ways. And so I do think that like it's something that I've had to realize, even as someone doing music. It's like, man, I love music. I have people who are asking for the record. It's on its way. Uh, but no, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> lies. Uh, but uh, but in addition to that, like. It's it's like oh like but can I scratch that creative itch by doing voiceover work by mm-hmm. writing scripts for mm-hmm. can I can I do that for writing like I feel really good writing writing for companies and being able to figure out language and verbiage that they didn't know they needed but I, can I tell their story for them in a way and like that is something that you know you don't look crazy being forty yeah. plus fifty mm-hmm. plus being able to do that you know whereas it's possible. <laughs> to be out here yo dj throw on and like <laughs> you out there you know what i'm saying looking yeah. looking hella old so no man that's a good word man i appreciate it thank you for coming through yo, the I set list. Do this, bro. please five minutes five minutes i'm gonna knock out this dirt bag real quick because i don't feel like we're gonna ever get a chance to really do this again. all right so let's put like this so, hold on what okay. we're gonna do is this thing we're gonna put a hard end here all right and then we're gonna drop this is gonna be just some bonus content okay. we throw up there, there we so here we go that right there ladies and gentlemen was the set list check that out right now <laughs>